This week is Shabbos Nachamu. And we know the famous words of the Navi, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yemer, Lekechem. And he says, Dabru alev Yerushalayim, Vikiru That speak to the heart of Yerushalayim. And call out to her. So the question is, what exactly does this mean, the lave of Yerushalayim? Does Yerushalayim have a lave? It sounds nice, it sounds beautiful, but what does that mean? The Degel Machan Ephraim he asks the same question. And he explains that the heart, lave, is compared to a melech, to a king. Just like a king is the heart, is the life force, is the very center of his kingdom, the driving force behind his kingdom. So too, the Ivari Haguf, the organs of the body, are, are given life, are given chius, are infused with life from the heart. Without a heart, a person can't live. The heart is the very life force of a person. And we're familiar with the concept of, of a lave tov, of a good heart. And well, that sounds nice, and it sounds, on the surface, maybe something that we can interpret as a nice person, a giving person, what does it really mean to be, have a lave tov, to have a good heart? And he explains that the most ideal state of the lave is a lave nishbar, which, although it means a broken heart, it doesn't mean sadness. It doesn't mean atzvah, it doesn't mean yeyosh, it doesn't mean depression. A lave nishbar, a broken heart, is an open heart. And what that means is, HaKadosh Baruch who created us and he created this world so that he could dwell amongst us. And so he can explain what that means is to create within ourselves a mikdash, a resting place for Hashem, so that he can rest within us. One of the most fundamental aspects of Yiddishkeit, which is really stressed in the, by the Sfarim and the Tzadikim, is the concept of bittel, of nullifying ourselves before Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu is described as an anav, right? As a humble person. Moshe Rabbeinu was arguably one of the most incredible and holy people to ever walk the face of the earth. And his quality, which shined the most, was his anivos, his humility. It therefore follows, as him being the leader of Kla Yisrael, and Ispashtusa de Moshe Pachal Dara the influence of Moshe, the Zarkadish tells us, spreads throughout every generation within each and every one of us. So the greatest quality that we can possibly have is a quality of anivus, of recognizing Hashem as the Melech, as the true king. Lahefech, on the other side, we have Amalek. Amalek is public enemy number one, so to speak. Amalek is the very antithesis of Yiddishkeit. And the whole Indian of Amalek is gaiva, is to make a person feel like they're better than someone else. Which is why Amalek is gematria ram, which means elevated, haughty. Veram levavecha veshachachta as Hashem lekecha. On the other hand, it's also gematria mar, right backwards, which means bitter, to feel sad, to feel down, to feel, to feel depressed. These are the two aspects of Amalek. But even sadness, in a certain way, is rooted in gaiva, in haughtiness, because we expect things to go a certain way, and when they don't turn out the way that we expected them to, so we feel sad. Or when we hope something will be a certain way and it's not. So it's disheartening and we feel sad. But in truth, who says that things are supposed to go the way that we think they should go? So the very essence of Amalek is Gaiva. And therefore, 
the driving force behind Avodis Hashem needs to be the opposite, it needs to be Anivos, which is why this was the Midah of Moshe Rabbeinu that is highlighted the most, his Anivos, because the very quality which gives us the ability to overcome Amalek, arguably the most important aspect of Avodis Hashem is our recognition that Hashem Melech, there is none else but Him. That's the battle with Amalek. A lev toy of a good heart, the Gamachan Ephraim explains, is a lev nishbar. It's a broken heart. It's a recognition that Hashem Melech, Hashem is the king. On the other hand, a ruach, ruach gavoya, a haughty spirit, someone who's, who's haughty. So Hashem says, the Gemara tells us, Hashem says, I can't live in the same world with a haughty person because that person feels like they're in control of everything. All their circumstances, their experiences, every situation, a person like that needs to be in control. And in fact, when a person can relinquish any sort of feeling that they're in control, so when things maybe go away that on the surface would seem not to be the, the greatest thing, or things don't turn out as perfect as we would like them to, so when we recognize that Hashem is in control, it doesn't affect us, because we know that ultimately it's going to turn out exactly the way that it has to turn out. On the other hand, when a person feels any sense of guile, of haughtiness, that that... They're in control, even to a certain extent. So when things don't turn out right, so we'll feel disheartened. We'll feel broken, vulnerable. But a vulnerability of Kedusha, a vulnerability, a recognition that Hashem is in control of every aspect of our lives, that's a lev type. That's a lev nishbar. That's a broken heart. So the lev is, re- represents a king, the very life force of the body. And a lev toiv, the most ideal state of the heart, is a recognition that Hashem is in control. And the Dagal Machna explains that when a person is on this madrega, on this level, where they can recognize that Hashem is in control, when they have a lev toiv. So at that point, their lev is called Yushalayim, because Yushalayim is the dwelling place of Hashem. And to create a place within ourselves, a mikdash, but also the mikdash v'shachanti b'soicham, requires a lev toiv. And Yushalayim is the epicenter of the world. It's the lave of the world. It's the life force of the entire world. It's a dwelling place of Hashem. And we have to recreate Yushalayim, so to speak, within ourselves. And he explains, therefore, the words of the Navi, Dabru alev Yerushalayim. Not just speak to the heart of Yerushalayim, but Dabru alev, that we should speak to our hearts. Change within ourselves that it should become Yerushalayim. Dabru alev Yerushalayim. That one of the more important aspects to reflect on this week, Shabbos Nachemu, the beginning of the Shiva de Nechemta, is reminding ourselves, Hashem Malach, Hashem is the King, I'm in control. Which is why this is the beginning of the first of the seven Haftarahs, which are read leading up to Rosh Hashanah, which is the day of Malchus Hashem. HaMelech, right? It's the day where we declare Hashem as, as King of the world. Because the whole, the, one of the most important ideas in Yiddishkeit, the reason that we're here, is to, is to declare Hashem as King. That there is none other besides Him. There is none other but Him. Every single aspect in my life, from the greatest of things, and to the most seemingly insignificant things in my life, are, or, are orchestrated and driven by the Master of the Universe. Because He is infinitely and intimately involved in my life. That's the lev toiv. That's the essence of Yerushalayim. Dabru alev Yerushalayim. The master of the world should bless each and every one of us that our hearts should mamish turn into Yerushalayim. 
that we should be mekayim the pasuk va'asli mikdash v'shachanti b'seichem. That we should really feel Hashem dwelling within our lives. That we should recognize that every aspect of our lives, all of our experiences and encounters, that Hashem is totally in control. And it's Hashem through that understanding and recognition to witness together the day when Malchus Hashem will be nizgala to the whole world.